0: All right, let's get down to the word today. The title of my message is, Let's Go Fishing. Now I caught that bass, you know, I had to Photoshop them together, but I caught that bass and he was big, (laughs) but I let him go to play another day, you know. Uh, But that's the title of my message. Let's go fishing. And we're going to read out of John chapter 21, verses 1 through 14. So why don't we stand and let's honor God this morning with the reading of the word. John chapter 21, 1 through 14, out of the message Bible. After this, Jesus appeared again to the disciples, this time at the Tiberias Sea, the Sea of Galilee. This is how he did it. Simon Peter, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the brothers Zebedee and two other disciples were together. Simon Peter announced, I'm going fishing. The rest of them replied, we're going with you. They went out and got in the boat. They caught nothing that night. When the sun came up, Jesus was standing on the beach, but they didn't recognize him. Jesus spoke to them, good morning. Did you catch anything for breakfast? They answered, no. He said, throw the net off the right side of the boat and see what happens. They did what he said. All of a sudden, there were so many fish in it, they weren't strong enough to pull it in. Then the disciple Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the master. When Simon Peter realized that it was the master, he threw on some clothes for he was stripped for work and dove into the sea. The other disciples came in by boat, for they weren't far from land, a hundred yards or so, pulling along the net full of fish. When they got out of the boat, they saw a fire laid with fish and bread cooking on it. Jesus said, bring some of the fish you've just caught. Simon Peter joined them and pulled the net to shore. 153 big fish. And even with all those fish, the net didn't rip. Jesus said, breakfast is ready. Not one of the disciples dared ask, who are you? they knew it was the master jesus then took the bread and gave it to them he did the same with the fish this is now the third time jesus had shown himself alive to the disciples since being raised from the dead dear heavenly father as we go into your word today i pray that our hearts would be enlightened by the word of god that holy spirit you would speak to us that we would be transformed by the hearing of your word today, God. And that, Lord, that you give us strength for the journey that we're all in to grow closer to you. Let your word come alive to each one of us today. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. You may be seated. Let's see, where we? All right. You know, I, I used to be an injection mold maker. That was uh, my my world before I became a pastor. You see, all this stuff is plastic. And I used to make the molds that they shot the plastic into to mass produce the parts. So I'd make the molds out of aluminum or steel or whatever, whatever they required. And then one day I got the bright idea from the Lord to go into business for myself. So I, I did, I got a phone call from somebody and uh, they said, "Hey, I want you to quote this job." And so I, I hung up the phone, and I was working at the time at a company. And the Lord said, "He wants you to start your own business." Green light. I'm like, "Huh." So I quoted the job. I didn't have—I had all my personal tools, but I didn't have any machinery. I quoted the job. I got the job. I bought, started with an eighty-eight thousand-dollar machine. That was my first purchase, and. Um, went into business for myself and accumulated machinery over the next six years till the the lord was telling me to, to get out of business and to go into ministry full-time i was already working here at the church full-time i was working my business full-time you know trying to be with my family sometimes you know it was a challenge but i um when the lord told me because i started traveling too, started traveling to different places around the world ministering and it just it was too much and I said, okay, okay, Lord, something's gotta go. And, and it was the business that had to go. So I, I sold all my machinery, but I took it a step further because I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna keep it as a, a safety net. I gave away all my personal tools. I gave away my toolbox. I gave away everything so that I had nothing left. I think I have, wait, I think I do have something left. In a box, in stores, there's a set of steel parallels. I think I still have them because I used them to do disc brakes. I got rid of it all. I didn't ever want to go back to it. I was taking a step and I was moving forward. When tough times come in our walk with God, many times people go back to what they're used to. What did Peter say? Let's go fishing. When God had already pulled them out of the fishing market and put them into being fishers of men, they returned to what they knew. And he returned to his former ways. After the mistakes he made of denying Christ, he went back to going fishing. He was a man of influence because you can see everybody with him said, I'm going fishing too. He was the leader and they followed him. So, how do we as Christians not return to what we used to know and continue through tough times and times when we're struggling? How do we not revert back to the way we used to do things and we go forward with the Lord? I put point number one burn the boat. Burn the boat. You know, I mean, I'm not talking about like my kayak or anything, you know. (laughs) But what I mean is take away your exit plan. Take away the exit plan. It's like me keeping my tools just in case something went wrong in the ministry and I needed to do something else. It's like, it's like the smoker Keeping a pack of cigarettes just in case they need one one day. It's like the the drinker keeping a bottle of whiskey hidden away somewhere, a bottle of wine, just in case they need a little nip now and then, you know. Or it's like the homeless guy. The homeless guy who got a place to live. I told him, give away your tent. Burn that sucker. Don't ever go back to it. You're given a place to go. He said, I can't give away my tent. You know, what do I do if something happens? See, we always plan for an exit strategy. We always plan. We hold back on total surrender because we, we want to have something to fall back on. I remember I was, in a, I was in a Jesse Duplantis meeting one time. I worked in Huntington Beach and I went to that conference that they were having at the Anaheim Convention Center and Jesse was preaching and he's gonna take an offering, you know, and I'm like, I got $10 on my i'm hungry i'm gonna eat dinner with that ten dollars lord and the lord said no you're gonna give it i'm like oh lord i'm so hungry (laughs) i mean it was a long day already you know and uh so i got that ten dollars out and i put it in the offering basket my friend leaned over to me and he says hey let me buy you dinner afterwards i'm like oh amen i i said it's already working but I went in to work the next day, and the, and the owner of the company, I was the vice president of this company, he walks out to me and he says, Ron, I want to talk to you from that. I said, okay. And he says, uh, I want to give you a $5,000 bonus. How do you want it? I'm like, well, okay. $5,000. Then I, I told him how I wanted it. And, and, but I, I, if I hold back, if we hold back, we stop what God wants to do. So when I got rid of my tools, I said, I'm going forward no matter what. This is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Amen? We need the move forward plan. Amen? Not the exit plan. People say if things don't work, you know, they come to church, they say things don't work out here, I'll just change churches. An exit plan. We need the move forward plan. The plan that keeps us from going backwards and pushes us forward. Amen? The plan that's going to, I got to do this or die. It's kind of like where I'm at. I'm going to do this or die. One of the two. We need to move forward. We got to stay away from an exit plan and start planning on your succeeding. Amen. Start planning on your succeeding. Stop looking back and press forward to what God has promised for you. Amen. You got to hold on to it. It's like when Israel left Egypt, the bondage place, but they always looked at the exit plan. Why did you bring us out here to die? Let us go back to Egypt. You know, they cried and whined. God gave them the manna from heaven. God brought the water out of the rock. You know, God did all these supernatural things to them. He rained quail down on them, you know, but not one of those people. Well, two of those people had the go forward plan. Everybody else died with an exit plan. I just want to go back to Egypt. I just want to go back where there's fruit. I just want to go back to where we came from. I just want to go back to bondage. I just want to, it's, it was easier there. Hey, listen, moving forward is not easy. If they tell you Christianity is easy, they're lying to you. It's tough. You got to have thick skin. You got to be tough. You can't be a quitter. Amen. You got to be willing. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to go where God has called me to do. I'm going to move. The Israelites just said, let's go back. Let's go back. That's all they wanted. Go back. Couldn't focus on the move forward plan. They started out taking all the riches of Egypt with them. And then when things got hard, oh, let's go home. <laughs> Jesus didn't like whiners, you know. He said, you guys are just going to die out here. He gave them 40 years, but they did. They all died. Except for, was his name? Joshua and Caleb. Them two guys got to, for- not even Moses got to go forward. Not even Moses. They needed to burn Egypt in their mind. So they would stop looking back at that bondage. Freedom. I put in my notes, freedom may cost you something, but freedom will cost you something. And you gotta be willing to move forward and pay the price. Moving forward can be challenging. It can be. When you, when you stay tied to your past, and you have an or you have an exit plan, moving forward can be difficult. I'll just hold on to this just in case I was thinking about elisha when Elijah threw his mantle on him. Elijah walked by threw his mantle on elisha, that anointed mantle that was, the mantle was so anointed that when they sh- put it out over the water. The water parted. That mantle, he threw it on Elisha. 1 Kings chapter 19, in verse 19, it says, Elijah went straight out, found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, in a field where there were 12 pairs of yoked oxen at working plowing. Elisha was in charge of the 12th pair. Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak over him. Okay, verse 20, Elisha deserted the oxen, ran after Elijah and said, please let me kiss my father and mother goodbye. Then I'll follow you. Go ahead, said Elijah, but mind you, don't forget what I've just done to you. And so verse 21, he left. Now look at what he did. He took his yoke of oxen, butchered them. He made a fire with the plow and tackle. Then he boiled the meat. A true farewell meal for the family. Then he left and followed Elijah, becoming his right-hand man. He burned his oxen. He burned his tools. So why? He can't go back. I've gotten rid of everything that I'm using to plow the fields. I'm no longer a farmer. I'm moving forward with Elisha to be his right-hand man. He burned everything that he had to go forward. And, you know, he didn't hold on to it and say, hey, dad, could you just take care of this just in case this don't work out with Elijah? You know, just in case he's a little too much for me, just in case that burden is too big for me to do. You know, just hold on to this. No, he said, hey, let me just celebrate right now. Let's burn it all. Let's boil the meat. Let's have a feast. I'm out of here. God wants us to move forward with him. Letting go of the things which are behind us in the world. Letting go of those things that have had a hold on us. And he wants us to push forward. He wants us to develop a plan to move forward instead of staying stuck in our past. Can I hear an amen? amen. God's got a plan. And if you want to stay stuck, you'll stay stuck. But if you want to let go, if you want to burn the boat, you'll move forward. Amen. Elijah, Elisha burned his exit plan. And he moved forward. And God used him powerfully. And he was there when Elijah got caught up into heaven. He was the only one there. And that cloak fell down, that mantle fell down. And what did Elijah do? He went and picked it up. He walked over to the Jordan River and he said, let's see if this will work for me. He stretched it out. The Jordan and the Jordan River parted and he walked across. You got to be ready to go forward. And, And you just be thinking right now what you've been holding on to. And then number two this morning in moving forward, don't let fear stop you. A lot of people get bound by fear. You know, um, if I let go of this, then 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 what am I gonna have? You know, that holds a lot of people back. If I let go, what will I have? If I let go of this anger, how will I protect myself? If I let go of this this fear, how will I, you know, keep going? But remember, John 4:18, first John 4:18 says. Perfect love casts out what? All fear. All fear. Everybody say all. All. My favorite word in the whole Bible. All. It's in there over 5,000 times. Because it's meant for all of us. Now I'm not talking about quitting your job and and going into ministry. I'm talking about burning up those things you've left behind in your mind. So that you can go forward with what God has planned for you. The journey that Delon and I are on right now, I'd not recommend to anybody. I'd not encourage you to do what I'm doing, but I want you to do what God is wanting you to do, amen? I want you to move forward with God's plan for your life, that you'll step up to what God has for you, amen? And then as you you get that, you get that, then you need the full counsel of God. Well, God told me to do this. Well, then you need to get some counsel to make sure that was God, because you don't want the devil setting you up, Amen. I remember when Don and I were beginning our journey of what we're on right now. I'm not going to tell you the journey. If you don't know, you've missed those times. <laughs> but I, I went to a, a, a meeting over at Bethel. There's a, there was an old prophet there. He's like 80-something. Joe, what's his name? Jordan. Joe, Jordan. Joe Jordan, that's it. Joe Jordan was there. And I never heard him. And I I thought, well, you know, maybe this would be a guy we could have a new hope. So I went over to to see him. And that guy was like old as dirt, man. I mean, uh, Pastor Halverson took me up, introduced him to me. He was in a wheelchair at the time, you know. And uh, it was just before he passed away. And I met him and talked to him for a few minutes before the meeting. And, And then they took him up on the stage to minister. And he stood up. And he said, sir, the Lord has a word for you. And so I stood up, and he said, where you're going is going to take great, great faith. Great, great faith. And I'm like, okay, Lord. So, and I'll tell you right now, it's taking great, great faith what Lawn and I are doing. Is it a challenge what we're doing? Absolutely. <laughs> but I burned the exit plan. I'm just moving forward with God has. That's all I want. It's not always easy, but this is what God's calling you to to burn your exit plan. And when I say exit plan, like I said, you know, God tells you what to do and, and then you got a reason why you can't do it. You know, tell somebody about Jesus. Tell, tell that person about Jesus. Well, I don't know enough to tell them. Exit plan. But when you take on the full counsel of God and you start knowing that God has got the plan and you start receiving it into your life and you're moving forward, you start formulating and you start planning for what God has, not where you've been. You know, if you say, well, God's calling me to be an evangelist, then you're going to sign up for the school of ministry right after and you're going to learn. You're going to get ammunition to go out and kill the enemy, amen? Win souls. You know, you're not going to hold back. You're going to press in. You know I, I remember the first time I went took a college class, I'm thinking, man, I hated school. I hated high school it was i mean i was I'm smart, but I just hated it. You know, I could survive high school without studying, and that was good, but I called college, I had never thought about going to college. I graduated on Thursday, went to start a full-time job on Monday, and never looked back. then the Lord said. I'm calling you to be a pastor. I'm like, that's good. I don't want to do that. (laughs) So I became a mold maker instead. And then God said, I'm still calling you. So then uh they say, Well, there's Bethel's got a class. $25 a unit. It's about church growth. And this was in '97. I said, okay, I'm gonna go. So I went. I went, wow, hey, that was pretty good. I got an A. I'm like, hey, I got an A. So I encourage you to take another one, you know. Then you take another one, take another one, until you, you know, um, you go there for 25 years or whatever it is, 23 years. and <laughs> 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 Then they finally close the school, you know. <laughs> but you've, you've got to formulate a plan to move forward. Because if you've always kept the boat, if you always feel like you have something to return to, then you'll That's what you'll do. That's your plan. I'm going to return to it. But when you get rid of all your tools, which were thousands of dollars worth of tools, you just give it away. You're making the plan to not go back. I'm moving forward with what God has called me to do. And I know not every one of you are called to to do this, what I'm doing right now. But that's what I was called to do. And I got counsel on that, and uh, I had people prophesy to me, this is what you're to do. 1995, I had three people prophesy to me that I'd be the pastor of this church. Now, that didn't happen until 2010. But I stayed steady. I made a plan. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do everything God asked me to do. And you know what was great is I, had a t- I have a teammate that when I say, hey, God's telling me to do this, she says, okay, let's do it. When I, when I said, hey, you know, we, we got to move over to this country for a season, she said, okay, let's do it. That was a little tougher, okay, let's do it, but <laughs> she did, she was with me. When you have a great teammate, when you're married and, and you, you're in agreement, it's powerful. But get counsel from people around you too. Don't just continue to go and, and do your own thing because together we're better, Amen. Yeah together we're better you feel called to go to another country i was praying was it friday night friday night right here this pulpit i was praying and the lord told me he wants to start a missions training center here i'm like okay now i'm not just gonna say oh that's nice i'm gonna say okay let's start strategizing how we can create a missions training center here at new Hope family worship center so that we can send people out around the world amen a couple nods come on you got to go around the world Everybody should go around the world once. (laughs) 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 uh, Proverbs 24, verse 6, it says, It's better to be wise than strong. Intelligence outranks muscle any day. Strategic planning is the key to warfare. Strategic planning is the key to warfare. To win, you need a lot of good counsel. And that's why don't just run off. You say, oh, well, this is my, my move forward plan. Get help with your move forward plan, amen. Get counsel, because, you know, there's other people that have been at this a long time that could really encourage you and help you. And I, I meet with a lot of people that have done what I'm doing and, and I talk to them. Don't think you have to do it alone. Don't, you don't have to do life alone. But talk with those that have burned the exit plan and move into God's plan, amen. Peter got counsel from Jesus, And then something remarkable happened to him. It's number three. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Peter got filled with the Holy Spirit and he was empowered. First thing he did is he preached to thousands of people. And then he baptized thousands of people that day too. It was incredible. And then he gets out to go to the temple the next day. There's some guy sitting there that's been begging for 30, 40 years at at the gate. And... Um, Peter says hey I don't have any money because the guy was begging. I don't have any money, but what I do have, I'll give you. He says, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Extended his hand, pulled the man up, and the man walked and leaped and praised God. Amen. That's what happened when he got filled with the Holy Spirit. He was burning his exit plan. Amen. And he went from denying Christ to being empowered by the Holy Spirit to doing the works that Jesus did and greater works than these he was going to do. Amen. That was the plan, and he did it. John 16, verses 12 through 15, it says, Jesus talking, he says, I still have many things to tell you, but you can't handle them now. But when the friend comes, the friend is the Holy Spirit. When the friend comes, the spirit of truth, he will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truth there is. The Holy Spirit will take you by the hand And guide you into all truth. There is. Amen. He won't draw attention to himself. But will make sense. Out of what is about to happen. And indeed. Out of all that I have done and said. He. The Holy Spirit will honor me. Jesus. He will take from Jesus. And deliver it to you. Everything the father has is also mine Jesus that is why I've said he the Holy Spirit takes from me Jesus and delivers it to you Carol the Holy Spirit takes of what is Jesus and delivers it to you that's the plan so that there's no exit there's no going back to where we used to be there's no falling backwards there's only moving forward there's only going forward with what God has. We burned the exit plan. We burned the boat. We gave away our tools. We dumped the alcohol out. We smashed our cigarettes, amen? There's no holding on to the exit plan. The Holy Spirit will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truth there is. That's how we let go and burn the past Step forward into the future of what God has for us. Are you ready today to burn your boat or boil your oxen? Burn your plow today? Why don't we stand to our feet right now? Let's receive what God has for us today. Amen. Just put your hands out in front of you. This is, this is what we're going to do. I want everybody to repeat after me. Then I'm going to pray for you. And then I, I want us all just to begin to pray in the spirit today. Okay. Let's just begin to pray in the spirit. And you say, well, I don't pray in the spirit. Well, you will here in a minute. Okay, are we in agreement? Are we in agreement? Okay. It's, it's literally that simple. So repeat this prayer after me, dear heavenly father. I thank you for your son, Jesus. Jesus. That he died for me. He rose from the dead. dead. And he's sitting at your right hand. hand. Jesus! Jesus. I thank you for the promise of the Father. The The Holy Spirit. Spirit. And I ask today. today, That Holy Holy Spirit. You fill me. Fill me overflowing. That I may speak in a new language. That I would be filled with the Spirit of God. That I would be empowered to move forward. That you would take my hand. And you would lead me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm going to pray over you Dear Heavenly Father I thank you for the promises The promises of your word That says that we shall be filled with the Holy Spirit Hallelujah And Lord we see in the book of Acts How when they were filled They received a prayer language like never before God They, speak the, they spoke a language they did not know but Lord, that only you could understand that you can grasp it, God. And I pray today that, Lord, that you fill us overflowing today. That out of our belly will flow rivers of living water, God. That, Lord, that your spirit fill us. Holy Spirit, you come upon your people who have asked to be filled. We've asked for the spirit. You said if you ask for the spirit, I'm not going to give you a stone. I'm going to give you the spirit. And we pray today that we're being empowered for the forward plan. We're burning the exit plan today, God. We're being sealed by the Holy Spirit today and we glorify you God and we exalt you today Father in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen and amen and amen now just begin to pray in your prayer language right now just let it flow out of you yeah, kiri ma. kiri Ora bisso. basso. Yeah, li li Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Be sealed today in the Holy Spirit. Let him grab your hand today. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Father, I pray they have open ears to hear what the Spirit of God would say to them today, Father. Lord, I pray that you empower them today by your Spirit, Father God. That, Lord, no more exit plans. But, Lord, this day forward, we're moving forward. We're fulfilling your plan. We're fulfilling your purpose, God. Lord, we praise you and we thank you today for it, God. Hallelujah. Let your hand be honest, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. I hear the Lord say, I've called you out of darkness. I've called you into my wonderful light. I called you with a plan and a purpose. And I've called you to set you in a forward motion. I've called you to multiply yourselves. I've called you to be the light. I've called you to be the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. I've called you, I've called you, I've called you, says the Lord. And today I've sealed you in the Holy Spirit. Today I've sealed you in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I hear him say, I've written my name on you in the spirit. Oh, hallelujah. We receive it, Lord. We receive it today, God. If you're, if you're sick, if you got pain, put your hand where it's at right now. Just lay your hand on it right now. Just begin to speak to it and tell it to go right now. Begin to take authority over all sickness and disease right now in yourself and tell it to go. God has given you authority. He's empowered you by the Holy Spirit today. So speak to it and tell it to go right now. Speak to it. Begin to lay hands on yourself. Hallelujah, Father. We command it to go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We pray for the healing power of God to flow through our hands today. And Lord, your word declares that we will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Let it flow, God. Let it flow right now, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let it flow in power and in might, God. Lord, we're burning the exit plan. We're moving forward into your plan, your purposes, your victories, from faith to faith, from glory to glory, God. We're going forward. and We praise you today, God. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand today. Huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. When you came when you came in today, you were given a a flyer. I hope, and um, it has some um, QR codes on them. One of them is if you're a first time visitor, and you can go see Don Maurice. But there's just a little insight about the church on that first time visitor one. Giving made easy, you want to give to the Lord, you can just scan that code. It takes you right to our giving page. You got prayer requests, you can send, just scan that one. Takes you to the page to fill out prayer requests. On the back side here, it has uh, our events that happen during the week. Join us. If you can come, come to the building, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and uh, be a part of the meetings. If you can't come, join us online and be a part of it. God's doing amazing things. We laid hands on the sick the other night. Friday night, I don't know if if you're watching, I got up and left because I went and started praying for people here that needed healing. So plan to be a part, amen. Let's move forward. We burnt that boat today, amen. We're not going back. Everybody say, I'm not going back. Let's go forward in the name of Jesus. Have a great week. God bless you.